Welcome to Late Talker Radio, the podcast that helps you navigate the early years when faced with your child having language delay. Packed with everything you need to feel empowered and positive about the future. Here's your host, consultant speech and language therapist of 20 years, Joanne Jones. warm welcome to Late Talker Radio. My name is Joanne Jones and I'm your host today and I am talking about everything you need to do to prepare yourself for a speech and language therapy appointment. Um, so last week we talked about um, assessment and what to expect from assessment and this week I want to give you lots of information and ideas of how to prepare to make the most of speech therapy. Lots of people who come to me tell me that speech therapy is in is scarce, they don't get very many appointments. Different people in different areas and different countries receive different amounts. Um, but what's really important is, excuse me, <coughs> is that you make the most of the time that you've got. And I've come up with 10 points of ways that you can help yourself to make the most of that time with a the speech therapist. So I'm going to get started. Um, stuck straight in with point number one. So number one is to get to know the terms that speech and language therapy use. Get up on the lingo before you go and get to know what the speech therapist will be looking for, what they will be, um, what words they'll be using, what those terms mean in terms of your child. Because this is going to mean that you can talk to the speech therapist on the on her level she'll know that you understand and you can have a much better more in-depth conversation if you're in my free group go on over there and there is um a lesson in there about um what terms speech therapists use and um what they mean and what all those things that you need to know in the free video section so do go on over Number two, I would suggest that you attend everything that you've offered. So sometimes um, speech therapy departments will offer you different um, types of appointment. It might be a telephone consultation. It might be a group um, appointment. It might be a parent appointment. And it will have been well considered by the department as to whether this is the right kind of forum to help you with your child. And so what I would say to you is if you get offered it, go along because um, I think it's easy for some parents to kind of think that's not what I wanted. I want a one-to-one with my child. This is not what I was thinking speech therapy was going to be about. But actually there's lots of ways that speech therapy can be delivered. And so it's really important to take what you're offered and attend everything because there's lots of different information that can be delivered in different ways and you're going to benefit from that. Number three is to have a think before you go of all the dates, all the developmental milestones, all the times that your child achieved something. So, for example, when they sat up, when they crawled, when they walked, when they said their first word, what that first word was, have they had hearing tests, have they had eye tests? All this information is going to be asked of you and it's going to be really handy if you've got it all to date. So maybe take your baby book or make a list or um, in the UK, we have red books that that information is held in. So take that along to the appointment with you. Number four, in the week before, I would spend a little bit of time writing down your observations, 
things that are worrying you, questions that you've got, um, and anything that you want to ask the speech therapist when you're there. It's really hard in the moment to kind of bring all those things up. And if you don't have a list in front of you, you'll be kicking yourself as you leave that you've forgotten to mention something or ask something. So write a list and um, speech therapists will be delighted to see that because they know that you're going to get everything across to them and it just makes their job a lot easier. Don't do what I would, I've done in the past, which is write my list and then turn up but not get out of my bag or not read it because I'm feeling a little bit shy about that. You know, it's absolutely fine to have that and lots of parents that come in do have that list. So get it out and go through it with the speech therapist. Number five is all about videoing. So children who are um, having difficulties with speech and language and in fact all children behave differently in different situations and so for example um, I don't know about you but I've had it when my child's been really ill at home and I've made a GP appointment doctor's appointment gone to the appointment and suddenly my child comes to life and is bouncing around and is absolutely fine so being the worried mum at home I then look like I'm being an overly anxious mum in the waiting room and so it's likely that when you go into this appointment, whether it's at nursery, whether it's someone coming into your own home or in a clinic appointment, that your child might act differently to usual. They may be more shy, they may be more hesitant, they might not want to participate in the activities or they might play out and play up and be silly and um, what you might call show off. And so what would be really great is if you took videos of your child in the couple of weeks before that appointment in lots of different situations. So for example, out and about, maybe at the shops, um, maybe at the park or in the garden, maybe um, playing with their siblings or other children of a similar age, maybe interacting and playing with adults, maybe a snippet from nursery if they'll allow you, maybe a snippet in the car if that's a time when they're really chatty. Um, try to get some um, uh, one when they're eating because the muscles used for eating are the same as the muscles used in talking and so a speech therapist can often tell a lot by watching a child's mouth when they're eating. So take the take a video of that as well. It only needs to be a couple of minutes on each clip and you only need to take a few with you but whatever you feel represents your child the best and the speech therapist might not ask you for that, they might not have thought that you would think of that but volunteer it and say I've taken some videos, I don't know if it would be helpful to you to use it. I've been working seeing children in nurseries, their own homes and clinics for years and years, 20 years and it's only when I started um, working online that I really could see the benefit of um, watching videos of children because you see them in that natural um, situation and you, in that natural interaction and it gives you loads of information. So do ask your speech therapist if they would find that helpful. So six is uh, I want you to ask the speech therapist where your child is up to what's the next steps and how are you going to achieve them and this is really really important and so many people come out of their speech therapy assessment not knowing this information and so this is what is the crux of how you're going to help your child develop you need to really understand where they are with the language it doesn't really matter that they're at an age two when they're four or they're age six months behind or 20 percent delayed it's not that that's important to you as a parent 
it's more that, you know, the, the moment they're using single words, we want to try and help them to combine the words together. So the step is to stop putting two words together. And in order to do that, we're going to do X, Y and Z. And so you want a really clear plan as to where they are, where they need to be next and how you're going to get there. And if you've got that information when you leave that appointment, you are away. You can really kind of focus on helping your child. I think it'd be really good to, before you left the um, appointment, to ask what the speech therapist is going to write. Are they going to write a report? Are they going to write a letter? Are they going to send that to other doctors? Are they going to send it to nursery? Are they going to send it just to you? And what are they planning to write within that? And um, it might, some speech therapists might need a bit of time after the appointment to kind of have a think. And, and so they might not have everything at the tip of their tongue. But you don't want any surprises. Um, and it's much better to discuss that so where you can ask questions than to receive a report later on that you don't understand or um, you're surprised at what's written in it. Number eight, I would always ask what to expect next. What is going to happen next? And there's a variety of things that might happen. You might be offered some regular sessions. You might be offered a nursery visit to do further assessment. You might be offered um, for somebody else to come into the home and give you ideas for playing. You might be offered a review in a few weeks or months time to see how your child's getting on. It might be decided that your child doesn't meet the criteria or has made so much progress that they can be discharged but ask specifically what is going to happen next and what the time frame is for that and then you're not sat at home wondering when the next appointment is going to come through And following on from that, I would ask where else you can access support from. So if there's a gap, if there's time in between, you know, ask if there's websites that you can access, if there's activities that you can look at, whether the, they themselves have got information that you can access. Are there other services in your area that provide um great stimulation like maybe a particular baby group or um, a signing class or a nursery that would be good for your child so ask what other support you can access while you're waiting for the next appointment what you don't want to do is find yourself having waited for the initial appointment and then waiting again for something else to happen and in the meantime all this time has passed where you're not able to support your child and it's really important to get the right things going straight away so do ask what you can do in the meantime to find extra support and number 10 is to try everything that is suggested it's really easy to dismiss things that the speech therapist said. I know that because I've heard parents do it for many, many years. Um, some things just don't feel as though they are what you thought of as speech therapy. And often parents come to us wanting us to wave a magic wand and make everything better and make everything go away. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. It's often a slow process with lots of steps in place to um, get your child to where they need to be. And some of the suggestions that might be made, you might think, well, I've already done that. I've tried that. He won't do that. She doesn't like that. And you kind of knock them off one by one. But it's only by doing what is suggested that you're going to see the progress. And I can tell you that a lot of things might seem very simple. And yet 
they're not that easy to do um, and they have a big impact. So please don't go into this appointment with a mind a closed mindset. You need to be open to think what you can change, what you can do and um, what you can introduce into your family life that's going to help your child. Equally, if you try something and the first time it's not very successful or your child walks away or they're just not interested, don't give up because it often takes several times of trying and dripping it into the new routine. Don't have huge expectations first time around, just do little and often, um, but keep up that um, momentum and keep doing what you've been asked and that's how you're going to see your child progress. I'd also add on to that to share with the nursery anything that has gone on and anything you've discussed and ask how they can support your child in, in nursery. Um, so those are my 10 ways. Just to recap, get to know the terms used, attend everything that's offered, take the dates, um, take your dates or your baby book information along with you, write a list with all your comments and questions and concerns, Take videos, ask where your child is up to, what are the next steps and how are you going to get there. Ask what will be in the report, ask what to expect in terms of appointments, where else to find support and make sure that you try everything that's suggested. Thank you so much for joining me today, I hope you found that useful and I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Please look out for the next episode coming soon. And don't forget to take a look at our show notes at joannejones.co.uk. See you next time on Late Talker Radio. Bye for now.